You are now listening to Mike's Opinion, Logic Unleashed. That's right, Logic Unleashed. We let logic off the chain here at the Mike's Opinion Podcast. I am Mike, and thank you so much for listening. I truly appreciate you, and as always, you won't know. I want to know, how are you doing? How are you doing today? Huh? You see the title of this episode is about stress. I hope you're not stressed out today. But before I even go any further, I want to say a big, giant, happy birthday to my best friend, my lover, my sidekick, my shorty, my homegirl, my one and only, the love of my life, my wife. Happy birthday to you. I love you so much. I I can't even con- you know like explain. You are my everything. And it is just a coincidence that your birthday falls on the episode of stress because you are not stressful to me so unlike past relationships you are stressless you bring calm and peace zero drama one of the best things about my wife is zero drama we of course are married we've been together for 12 going on 13 years I say we've had no arguments she says we've had one so think about that we together all day every day because we homeschool we run businesses from our house so all day every day when I met her I told her I didn't want her to work and she was like alright alright then so, some of my partners like, yo, you want to be with your wife every day? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Because not only do I love her, I like her. She is definitely my bestie. So, shout outs, big ups, happy birthday. May you have many, many more to my lovely, beautiful, beautiful wife. I truly Words are too weak to define, just like Prince said, just what you mean to me. So, and I just want to let you know, yo, wifey, this, this, because you, I didn't pick the stress episode, you know what's going on. So I don't have to explain that to you, but because of what's going on, you know, in my life, and I'm not going to burden y'all with it. Just know who we Oh, we, a weaker person would have been crumbled, but you know, stress is real and I'm not going to let it kill me, but I just want to let my wife know, no, I'm not, I didn't pick the subject of stress because you were the opposite of that for me in my life, but you know that. So, um, it's just a coincidence that, you know, I'm doing this stress episode, but you know why I'm doing this stress episode. Because the stress is real right now. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to drop this episode about stress because I'm stressed out. But I, I stay positive. Stress, the world, 
certain times in life are not going to bring me down. They're not going to stop me. They're not going to steal my happiness. Okay? We all go through adversity. And I'm going to talk about the definition of stress. Um, and more importantly, I'm going to give suggestions on things that I've researched that can help alleviate that stress and things that personally have worked for me to get rid of stress. But once again, happy birthday to my wife. I'm not going to say it no more. Happy birthday, baby. I said it again. I'm sorry. I love you. But stress. Let's talk about it. But before we go there, I know I already asked, but let me know. Reach out. Mike's Opinion Show at gmail.com. How are you doing? You doing all right out there? There's a lot of stress going on. You know, a lot of y'all know that, you know, that follow me know that I'm a news um, ingester. I ingest the news on a daily basis from multiple sources. I'm not because I know they're partisan and, you know, they're biased. They lean this way or that way. So I get news from many sources for informational purposes only. A lot of people are addicted to it. I Some days I go, you know, without it, but I just take it for information. I don't let it cause me stress. I'm not very reactionary to it. You know what I'm saying? But this... um. This world we live in, if you look at some of these news stories, people be flipping, yo. But I always remind people, ain't none of this new. Humans been doing human shit for millennia, eons, okay? This earth is billions of years old. Okay, let's just keep it 100. It's, it's, and maybe it was just dinosaurs. Maybe there was no humans. Maybe it was Neanderthals, Cro-Magnum Man. I don't know. But if you look at recorded history and modern history and compare that to past history, humans just been doing human shit. The real difference is our connectivity, our ability to know when some bullshit went on across the world 20 minutes after it happened. And instantly, we have these you know neighborhood apps. We have state. You know, we, we have the social media. So everybody's sharing their life. This happened, that happened, this happened, that happened. So it seems overwhelming. It seems preposterous because we are bombarded and inundated with information. And it has been proven that we, for some odd reason, we being human beings, are attracted to the negative bullshit more than positive stuff. I'm not like most humans. I seek out the positive on purpose. For instance, I used to do this a long time ago, but I hadn't done it in a while, and I was reminded today, today being yesterday, because I dropped this the day after, of course, I, uh, you know, I record on Tuesday, late Tuesday night, even though it's technically Wednesday morning because it's after midnight. But anyway, hummingbirds. I was reminded by a news article today that hummingbirds are migrating again. And I remember I used to have a hummingbird feeder outside my window. And before I even go there, let me just tell you my first time I ever saw a hummingbird. 
I know you're like, yo, Mike, you direct, you digress. This, you ain't talking about the stress. Yes, I know. But actually, hummingbirds can, can get rid of some stress. Hummingbirds are fascinating. But, so you know, I'm born and raised in New York. For those that follow me, first of all, thank you for doing so. I really, truly appreciate that. If you're a first time listener, thank you for doing that too. Please to support the show in any way you choose. I'd appreciate that as well. But first time, long time listeners, I appreciate you. But born and raised in New York. So one of my mans took 13 in the stomach from an Uzi, lost his life, right? I told you I used to roll with the real ones, and that's just real talk. I'm one of the survivors of them New York City streets, primarily Harlem, the Bronx, but I ran around Brooklyn and Queens, too. Took the occasional strip to shot to Staten Island. Shout out to the Wu. But Staten Island really wasn't, you know, where you went because you had to take a ferry or the Verrazano or some shit. So anyway... Verrazano was a bridge, but so my mom sent me out to Cali, right, to a family member. Actually, she's not a real family member, but you ever had those friends so close, they family? That's what this was. So I'm looking for the weed as soon as I get out there. Anyway, hooked up with this local dude, went to go smoke some weed. He took me, look. We don't have no place like this in New York City. They call it the concrete jungle. So for me, Cali was the first time I'm out in Cali. I'm like, this shit is like walking into a snow globe. It's like walking into an alternate reality. Like, there ain't no tall buildings. The weather is, climate is different. Like, the sun seemed different. Like, Cali weather is popping. It's like living in fucking a dream. It's different out there, so... I'm a New Yorker, born and raised, always going to be a New Yorker, but I give Cali they props. And I've traveled the world, so there's many different places that that exude different feelings, you know, different vibes, different in- environments. Anyway, so he takes me, I don't know if it was like a dam, a ravine, somewhere. Anyway, it was his smoking spot. There was these, you know, brush and foliage and growth. And all of these flowers and shit. And hummingbirds. So imagine me. And I was a teenager at the time. In Cali. Really. I mean you know I've been. Rob Beach. Bear Mountain. These are places in New York. I went on a, a school trip. In grade school to Canada. But I ain't really been nowhere at this point. So, I never seen a fucking hummingbird. And so, we smoking that good Cali La. And I'm like, what is that? They look like little colorful helicopters and shit. And dude is laughing at me, right? I can't remember his name, but he was real cool, dude. Um, He's like, you never seen a hummingbird? And I'm like, nah. What is the hummingbird? Yo, you ever seen somebody that's seen something for the first time and their mouth is hanging open and they staring? Add to that, they under the influence of some good ganja. I was amazed, right? I was like, wow. I, I, I still remember that moment because First time I've ever seen a hummingbird, and they are magical. They're like little flying tiny pieces of magic to me. 
So you fast forward decades, decades later, I'm still in awe of the hummingbird. So I'm about to go purchase because I don't know where my old one is at, but I want a glass one, one that's going to be good to the hummingbirds. I already got like a post that I'm hanging on, but I'm hanging right outside my 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 breakfast nook window. Spend a lot of time there writing and eating and doing stuff like that. So it'd be a bird because I could get close. I remember my old house I had right on the windowsill, the brick windowsill. And I used to be literally the only thing separating me was the pane of glass. And I would be inches from this hummingbird. I could get so close and they didn't seem to mind. You know, I didn't move much, but I could just watch them for hours. Them getting the nectar and they hover and, you know, ah, it's fascinating. Nature, earth, man. Yo, listen, earth is an amazing place. Maybe this is heaven. When I think of all the variations of nature and creatures on this planet, and some people don't even take the time to, you know, I know it sounds cliche to smell the roses. That's one of the things you can do to alleviate stress. Stop. Pause. Take a minute. Take a deep breath. Look around you. Look at nature. Look at some ants. If you ain't got nothing else, look at that fly flying around. That is a living biological organism that's trying not to get swatted. Now, people might say they just dumb there, but it know to move the fuck away from your fly swatter. Like, oh, he trying to get me. So, try to catch a fly with your hand. Fly's like, huh, not today. And even if you just somewhere, look, I'm from the hood, right? So, even if you just ain't got nothing but roaches. I'm not saying turn them into pets or nothing. I'm just saying, think about that. Now, they nasty, spread disease, blah, 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 blah. But just look how fast them joints are. And how evasive they are. You know what I'm saying? But stress, y'all. I, I, I'm not sharing none of my details. But the last couple months, it's been mad stress. And it almost seems like, I don't know if you believe in God, Yahweh, nature, the cosmos, whatever. But somebody up above is just throwing, like people throw snowballs. They're just throwing like pack tight. Balls of stress in my ass. You know, and I'm like, they hitting me. I haven't been able to dodge them, but I'm strong. And I will not be broken. That's the reason for this episode today. And I wanted to talk to my people, to my listeners, to my followers, to, to my, the, my supporters who I love. And I thank you tremendously for doing so. But if you going through it, if you are stressed, even a tiny bit, this episode is for us. Okay. Stress is real. Stress will kill you if you have too much of it for too long. Okay. Or overwhelming amounts in too short a time. Stress manifests itself in your body. It lives inside you. For me, I was just talking to a partner of mine the other day. He 
houses his stress in his stomach. Ulcers, stomach problems, digestion problems. For me, mine is in my upper shoulders. Comes in the form of knots, stress knots. Feel my, my shoulders getting tight, you know, and I can feel it. I feel that stress. My stomach just a little bit too, but not too much. Where you house your stress at? Let me know. Mike's Opinion Show at gmail.com. Hit me up on any of the socials. You can email me, whatever you want to do. But let me know. Where do you, where your stress live in your body? Now, if you are lucky enough to know how to process it and you keep yourself and your body stress free, then you know what I'm saying? Shouts out to you. And it's definitely doable. Now, there are many ways to do it. I'm going to dive into just a second. But one way, and I don't think it's the best way, is to just not give a flying fuck about anything. Just don't give a fuck. That's not really productive. I want to say it's counterproductive, but if you just don't give a fuck about nothing, that's not good. I don't think that's healthy. Is it effective for the stress? Most likely, because if you don't give a fuck about nothing or nobody and you just take whatever comes your way and let that shit just roll off you, that's, you gotta, something's gotta matter to you, right? People, hopefully your loved ones matter. You know, if you're a pet person like I am, your pets matter. Y'all know I just lost my dog. I'm sad about that, still sad. You know, but, you know, money, lots of people care a lot about money, status. There's, there's, a, there's a list of things, right, in, in these earthly lives that we should give a fuck about. And my, myself, I'm a man, hetero alpha all the way, but I'm not afraid to care. I'm not afraid. To give a fuck. Okay. I'm not a, a zero fucks kind of dude. You know what I'm saying? I care. I want to care. I do care. About a variety of things. So. When you care about something. And go a step further. When you love something. A part of that relationship. Is going to be. Less than stellar. And it's going to involve stress. That's just real talk. Shout out to Frankie Beverly and Mays. But they got a song. A very popular song called Joy and Pain. And Joy and Pain. They say is like sunshine and rain. Joy and Pain. Is like sunshine and rain. And you need both. To grow. You need those bad times to appreciate the good times. And you need both of those to grow and move forward. It makes you stronger. There's a saying that says, what doesn't kill me makes me stronger. I don't know if that's true. Perhaps. Because what don't kill you could also injure you. You end up scarred. Hopefully you heal. You know, I mentioned my, my wife and happy birthday to her. But one of the things we have is communication. And, you know, it's important to have effective and honest communication. So stress. 
you know, whenever I do a single subject episode, I always like to provide the definition. Today's no different. I'm going to go ahead and do that right now. And I, I checked many sources. These basically say the same thing. So I narrowed it down. But the definition of stress as a noun is pressure or tension exerted on a material object. For example, the distribution of stress is uniform across the bar. You know, you put stress on something. That's like a physical object. Stress I'm talking about today is not that. Stress I'm talking about today is a state of mental or emotional strain or tension resulting from adverse or very demanding circumstances. For example, he's obviously under a lot of stress, which is definitely applicable to me today. Okay. But shout out to Kendrick Lamar. We gonna be all right. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's a song by Kendrick Lamar. We gonna be all right. We gonna be all right. Because in the words of my deceased grandmother, man, I miss my nana. Shout out to Nana. I hope you are truly resting in peace. But she had these gems she used to just drop on me. And one of the regular ones she used to say is, nothing lasts forever. And in that Harlem Project apartment, she found a way to stay optimistic during tough times. And it's true. Nothing lasts forever. Sadly, that includes the good. But it definitely includes the bad. Nothing lasts forever. So know that. If you are experiencing stress of any kind. At any level. It's not going to last. This too shall pass. Now. The definition as a verb. Stress is. Give particular emphasis. Excuse me. Let me start again. As a verb. Give particular emphasis or importance to. A point, a statement or idea made in speech or writing. For instance, they stressed the need for reform. You know what I'm saying? So another verb definition is subject to pressure or tension. For example, this type of workout does stress the shoulder and knee joints. So there's your definition of stress as a noun and as a verb couple examples of each and of course like what i'm talking about today it's not a uh it's it's about the physical and emotional stress so check this out i'm in the post office one of my businesses that keeps me at the post office regularly you know i ship stuff out a lot and karen was in the building karen for those that don't know is a reference to an agitated angry white woman I'm not a racist in any way this is just the definition of Karen as I know it to be currently okay it's a nickname of sorts Karen was the next in line in front of me she came up to the counter and all these dudes that work at the post office know me right So, Karen is trying to mail a manila envelope that has the little sticky seal. You know, you peel the strip and it sticks. She didn't want to use that. So, it was open. 
So I'm looking at one of the dudes that I see regularly that works there. And she's like, you know, I want to send this. Now, I, I can hear everything that's going on. I'm in close proximity. And she says, I want to mail this as cheaply as possible. He tells it's going to be media mail based on what's in it. Because she tells, you know, it's like some paperwork or some books or something. It qualifies for media mail, which is relatively cheap compared to your first class or priority mail. So she's like, okay, the cheapest way possible. And she's like, I want some tape. Now, me, if I was working there, I'd have gave Karen a couple pieces of tape, been done with it. Because Karen was just from the initial interaction, clearly stressed out, clearly angry, unhappy, combative. She's a Karen. That's what they do. It's who they are. So he's like, look, he decided to go to battle. <laughs> and I'm just like, pick your battles, man. Pick your battles. He picked this battle. He said, look, I, at, at the, at the media mail price, I can't give you no tape. At the priority mail price, I can give you some tape. So here are the prices. She sees the prices. She's disgusted. He's like, you know, this has a self seal. It's a self seal envelope. Well, I don't want to do it. I just want to send it as little as I can. Why can't you give me some tape? Just give me a piece of scotch tape. Is it really that? She slaps the counter. I'm like, Karen is Karen today. She's in rare form, hostile, angry. So he's like, look, I'm going to give you this dab thing so you can wet the outside envelope to help it stick better. She snatches it out of the postal worker's hand. And I'm like, at this point, right there, it's at the crux. I'm thinking, is this going to go viral? Is this going to escalate? Is this going to go hostile? But do stay calm. So he glances over me. I glance over him. I'm shaking my head at this point. Right? And then she goes, well, just let me buy a book of stamps. He's like, you don't want to ship it? Nope. She's like, I can't believe this. I can't even get a piece of scotch tape. I can't even believe She is fussing. So I'm mentioning all that. Not to highlight the Karen-ness of the Karens. I'm merely mentioning this because I believe Karens are under stress. A lot of them cannot. I refuse to believe they, that they are just that plainly mean-spirited. And I know a lot of people like, they just feel entitled. They just feel like the world is theirs. And how dare you begrudge me? Or deny me what I want at this moment. I am Karen. Do you not see my cape? Waving in the wind. And the tiara on top of my head. <laughs> hey. I just think they stressed out. There could be a variety of reasons. Mental illness. I'm assuming mental illness. Sense of entitlement. Stress. I just think a lot of them are under stress. A lot of people are under stress. You look at these road rage, these shootings. Like, you can't say nothing. Cancel culture. People are stressed the fuck out. The world is stressed. Like, the Dow lost a thousand points today. I don't know if you're an investor. And that was based on the inflation report that came out. Like, 
the pandemic still lingering, but are we out of it? I don't know. Groceries, get you know, prices, inflation is is hitting. So that's just one component, right? There are many, but there seems to me. If you think about our collective consciousness, meaning the consciousness of every human being on earth, there is an escalation. There is a speeding up. There is something going on in the air and maybe the water. We eat our stress because those those animals are stressed out, treated inhumanely, and then we eat them. So there's many sources of this stress that we ingest that 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 just just infiltrates our being physically, mentally, emotionally, keeps us on edge. People can't even sleep without some form of drug. Or alcohol. You know what I'm saying? Because we all staring into this light. You're like, yo, Mike. What light? What are you talking about? I'm talking about phones. Laptops. Tablets. Computer screens. They're all backlit. So we spend a great part of our day staring into the light. No matter what's on it. But we're staring into the light. When's the last time you went to the restroom to do a number two, to put it mildly, without a phone or tablet in your hand? I'll wait. Yeah. I do it too. But I make a conscious effort, and I've addressed this in a couple other episodes, to lead that shit. And I feel some kind of way. We are addicted to these devices, right? And they are a clear, in my opinion, Mike's opinion, Mike's opinion podcast. These devices are ramping up our stress. They're contributing to our stress. Think of how you feel when it falls, when it breaks, if you lose it, if you left it somewhere. What do we do without it? Can you function in 2022? Soon to be in a few months, 2023, without being connected? No, is the answer. You cannot. Imagine just for a moment. You are in the wilderness, in a beautiful, pristine, still lake, large lake, and the water is still, looks like a mirror. The temperature is perfect, whatever your perfect temperature is. For me, it's about 70, 72 degrees. It's a light breeze. Sun is shining, partly cloudy, the birds are chirping, and there's no one around. And it's peaceful and quiet. You have no electronic 
devices of any kind. You're sitting comfortably. Your stomach is full. You have no stress. You are content and relaxed. You ain't thinking about, ding, what notification? What's going on on social media? What stock market's doing? What the news is happening? Do I need to do some work? Do I need to check my emails? Did I make the high score in this app? Or this app? Or this app? Nothing is demanding your attention except silence, peace, and solace. I think this should be a weekly requirement for all humans. Get away. Get away. I've given you a definition of stress. I think it goes without saying. I don't need to validate the existence of stress. We all know stress is real. And it affects us negatively. I do have one of the instances that I didn't read to you. One of the first things that popped up on the world's most popular search engine, which I refuse to say because I'm not sponsored by them or anybody else. By the way, please support the show, please. Financial donations are accepted, desired, and needed. If you don't want to Venmo, PayPal, or Cash App me, you can do so through GoFundMe. Please do so. Throw five dollars at me. If you're balling, throw a thousand. I need your help to grow the show. That's what it's for. Okay. But I'm not sponsored. If you are unwilling to or unable to do a financial support, support the show just by sharing it, liking, following, subscribing. Get the YouTube up. All of that. I appreciate your support. I need it. I'm not afraid to say it. I do need it. I need your support. But one of the things on this most popular search engine, the first thing, when you just type the word stress, I did other searches, you know, uh, know, stress cure, stress definition, but just the word stress, this came up. Stress is a feeling of emotional or physical tension. It can come from any event or thought that makes you feel frustrated, angry, or nervous. Stress is your body's reaction to a challenge or demand. In short burst, stress can be positive, such as when it helps you avoid danger or meet a deadline. But when stress lasts for a long time, it may be harmful for your health. Now, I will, if I remember, put the links, excuse me, to all the sources that I used today, or some of the sources I used today, and to this one. Because I, when I was reading it, I found it odd to hear the sentence, and I'll read it again. In short bursts, stress can be positive. Just reading those words, and it went on to say, such as when it helps you avoid danger or meet a deadline. I'd like to change that. Stress is not help, is not what helps you avoid danger or meet a deadline. Usually, It's the circumstances of said danger or deadline. If you don't 
meet the deadline or avoid the danger. I'm not stressed out because I'm in danger. I'm trying to get out of danger. I am a reactionary. So I don't know that I agree with that from that government website. But I almost forgot to include that But while I was talking. So stress is real. We know it. It's negative. Let's focus on the positive. Okay. What can you do that's effective to get rid of stress? You say, yo, Mike, I know you're going through it. You know, you sound all right. It's your wife's birthday. And like I said, if you knew, if you knew the stress storm that I've been enduring, you'd be like, yo, why you ain't just do a best of episode? Because I wouldn't record nothing. I wouldn't. I just want to crawl up in the ball and covers. Because I'm not that dude. Bring it. And I'm not trying to Murphy's Law this shit. But I'm just saying. I, I just. I will not. Be denied my happiness. I'm not. Regardless what comes my way. Plus I try to eat right. Which is one of the things on this list. And I'll go ahead and start there. It's not in order, but I will I will tell you, eating well, I yeah. And exercise go diet and exercise, you hear it all the time. But we are victims of Western civilization. When last time you seen a commercial for a vegetable? I'm waiting. Feel free to email me. Mike's opinion show at gmail.com. Let me know the last time you saw a vegetable commercial. An ad, social media, any of the apps. See an ad for a carrot? Hmm? An ad for some mixed vegetables, some corn? Nope. You haven't. I remember back in the day, Green Giant used to pop all the time. I don't see them no more. You know what I see when it comes to food? I see potato chips, fried chicken wings, close-up HD cheese melting on the burger, big dishes of pasta. I don't see fruit and vegetables nowhere. I wonder why that is. I don't see no fruit and vegetables on the 99-cent menu. Do you? Try to go through the drive-thru and say, I'd like a small fruit basket with a banana and an apple, please. And they'll be like, we don't have that. Get out of it. Move along, please. Healthy? We don't do that here. I cannot tell you, or pun intended here, I cannot stress to you enough the importance of eating well and exercising regularly which I make a solid attempt to do on a daily basis, and I would be lying to you if I said it's not a fight. It's not a struggle. Because food is delicious. Let me give you an example. Football season just started. I like football. I happen to, even though I'm born and raised in New York, I live in the suburb of Dallas, Texas. I have for quite some time. When in Rome, do as the Romans. So, I'm rooting for the Dallas Cowboys. I can't even say I'm rooting for them, but I'm here, so it's the home team, blah, 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 blah. So, football season, Sundays in particular, even though it's on Monday night and Thursdays too, but I really, you know, watch 
certain teams that I'm interested in. And on those days, those Sundays, it's chicken wings. And my wife was talking. I had seen something somewhere and my wonderful, beautiful wife. I had mentioned, yo, cream puffs. And my wife was like, say no more. My wife made some um, show pastry. What she call it? Um, Sue pastry. I can't remember. It's something pastry. Anyway, light pastry with cream filling. Called cream puffs. So, I don't think I eaten much. And I woofed down like, I, mm, my stomach let me know that I shouldn't have done that. Cause it sent me to the restroom in explosive fashion. That may be TMI. I could be more graphic, but I'm not. But I'm just telling you what I had. You can be like, yo, why? So I had two different types of chicken. We had the lemon pepper and the goji chain. Didn't bake them, fried them. Wifey did. Wifey hooked it up. Had the carrots, celery. I didn't have any blue uh, blue cheese in the house, which I prefer, but I had ranch. Then I had tortilla chips out the bag with queso. Then I had one of these, you know, um, carbonated water that's lightly flavored. Not saying no names, not sponsored, please. So to put the show. Um, and then I had, and these cream puffs was large, right? They weren't like tiny, like a, like a small, like a quarter, you know, bigger than like a half a dollar size. No, 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 no. These were large, like, not quite baseball size, but they were large. They were delicious. Soup pastry. Light, fluffy pastry, cream filling. My wife makes stuff from scratch, right? So that's how she gets down. Trying to get it good on the great British baking show. Or chopped or something, but she don't want to do it. Anyway. So I ate all that and I scarfed it because I had, I had it timed perfectly. I was sitting down just as kickoff was starting. So I'm into the game which Dallas is over already, maybe. I know it's only game one. Dak Prescott is out. Sprain thumb. He looked horrible before he got injured. I know I digress, but Cowboys are probably going nowhere. It would be a miracle if they go anywhere. Anyway, it's for my football fans out there, my sports fans. But I scarfed all of it. And have you ever eaten something and the second it hits your stomach, you know it's going to be a problem? Like, you don't have to wait. For digestion to take its course, you go, you, you bite it, you swallow, and boom, and uh-oh, I, I sense there's going to be some problems. Yeah, like that fourth puff, cream puff, my stomach was like, yeah, we're going to have to go, bro. Now. <laughs> I don't eat like that regularly, though. I really don't. And usually, we bake the wings, but my wife asked, and I was like, you know, go ahead and fry them up this time. It's football kickoff, first Sunday football game. Fry them up. Yeah, it's a little bit regrettable, because you know, I know better. 
but my addiction to food, and a lot of us here in the Western culture are addicted for, for, to food. We're addicted to food. We do not eat for sustenance and nutrition. We eat for pleasure. Check out um, an old episode of mine called Vegan versus Carnivore. I dive a little deeper into food, but and I think I have another episode too out there too, but about food. But um, we, you know, we're marketed. All unhealthy stuff is marketed to us. The unhealthy stuff is seemingly cheaper, and you know, eating large hunks of meat and greasy, cheesy, rich foods if you want to begin the road to alleviating stress and you're serious about it diet and exercise and I don't mean you have to go on a diet you have to do keto or this diet this fad whatever all I'm saying is this is what I do no fried foods which I know I just said I ate some fried chicken wings but it's not normal no fried foods. I mostly only drink water. Highly limit processed foods. A lot of fresh fruits, fresh vegetables, limited carbs. Um, I was vegan for a while. Like I said, check out the episode vegan for carn- uh, vegan versus carnivore. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Could have done it. Didn't do it. Because I do enjoy meat. But. It's my belief that it has been proven beyond a shadow of a doubt. If you remove animal protein from your diet, you will live a longer, healthier life. A lot of stress comes from eating. A lot of eating is due to the stress. We eat our way through that stress. And my mind tells me this unhealthy shit is delicious. Is it though? Because I remember, you know, when I stopped being vegan that day, I ate some French fries and they were disgusting because you can taste the grease. When you don't eat fried food for a long time and you eat a potato chip or French fries or something, you go, oh my God, why am I eating this? Because it is literally soaked in in, in grease and oil. And you, you don't realize that until you don't have it. For a while. Step number one. Change your diet. Eat healthier. If you want to live a a life with. Little to no stress. To less stress. Or even to just help you handle your stress better. Number two. Equally if not more important. Exercise. And I know you're like. Yo Mike. What are you talking about? I don't want to hear that shit. I don't want to sweat. I don't want to move. Uh, I get it. I get it. But let me tell you something. When you move, when you exercise regularly, just stop and exercise by itself. The fact in your mind, knowing that you are consciously exercising for your body, for your health, for your well-being, those movements impact your body differently. They're being received differently because you are purposefully investing in your health. In your health, You don't even got to get swole or buff 
or become a fitness guru? No. And you could do one of the things I do. Walk. You don't have to get no fancy equipment, no fancy outfit, no membership over here, or invest a bunch of money. No. You don't have to do none of that. Walk. Now, I have to say this. I am not a doctor. I am not a nutritionist. These are just suggestions. Before you choose to implement anything that you hear here, consult with your physician. Don't come to me saying Mike of the Mike's Opinion Podcast said I need to diet and exercise and then you pass out at work. No, 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 no. You be responsible for you. I'm trying to help. I'm sharing what I do. But it is commonly known eating well and exercising regularly leads to a better quality of life in the majority of instances. And I am telling you, it can also help reduce stress. Okay. I want to tell you something, but I, I don't want, like I said, I'm not sponsored. I'm, I'm so reluctant to say names, but there's a fitness program on one of the game systems. I'll just say that, that my wife, son, and myself do regularly. We have our little avatars in there and it chronicles and logs everything we do. How many days, what we've done, how many calories we've burned, and it's fun. I know some people need the gadgets, the gimmicks and stuff to get involved, to make it not be, you know, just walking in with their thoughts is horrendous to them. It's frightening. Oh, me alone, my thoughts. I can't look at my phone. No, 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 no. But I'm telling you, walking, just start there. Just take a walk daily. Okay, start out three days a week, then push it to five. Then six, and then make it a, a part of your life. Now, you can go jogging, Pilates. Um, it, it, look, there's so many. Uh, I almost said Jumanji. That's not it. Um, what's the one? Start with a J, doesn't it? Something. Anyway, there's a world of fitness out there that you can immerse yourself in to become a healthier person and become a regular or exerciser. A frequent exerciser. Be that. Do that. I'm telling you, it helps that stress process and get out you. Get out of you. And eat some vegetables. Carrots are delicious. Some one of the things I snack on regularly, and it may not be the healthiest, but it's healthy as um <clears throat> excuse me. Carrots and celery and some hummus. Love that. Garlic hummus or spicy hummus, even just a classic, some hummus. And some people, hummus ain't for everybody. Okay. But I'm just telling you, this is one of the things that I snack on. Nuts. Pause. But nuts. I prefer pistachios, cashews, you know, in moderation. Something else is popcorn. Now I try to get organic popcorn, the kernels, and then I pop it with air. But when I pop it with air, 
I still do put a little butter on it. But I have went back to old school. I get a pot with a big, big saucepan, big pots, and I put some peanut oil, just about maybe, I don't know, quarter inch, eighth of an inch, and I pop my popcorn in there, shake the pot. I don't need no butter when I do that. And peanut oil, I tried to, I've done it with olive oil too. Olive oil is pretty good too, but a healthier oil, sprinkle a little salt on there, I don't need no butter. And I'm good. So those are just a few snacks. And I don't drink nothing but water. Really, I'm not into the juices. Even though juicing can be another healthy way um, to get certain nutrients. But it can get a little costly. Fruit really ain't that inexpensive. Of course, groceries are all more expensive than normal right now. So um, I drink mostly water. 90% of the beverages I consume is water. I drink water. So, I'm not a soda dude or coffee dude. I don't even drink that much tea. You know what I'm saying? When I do, the tea, well, I don't even call it tea. I just, I boil the water because I don't microwave water. I go old school. I like the flame. I think it's something different than when you nuke the water. But if you nuke it, go ahead. Microwave your joint. I don't care. Hey, it's up to you. I don't say I don't care, but, you know, different strokes for different folks. But I like to boil my water in a, I have a glass teapot. And I like watching the bubbles. I like watching it heat up and come to boiling temperature. And I'm just a nerd, dork, whatever. Call me what you want. But I just put honey. And I have a local honey source here. It's two intersections down. Wifey, son, and I, we went and visited him and went and checked out his bee operation. We do that because local honey is very effective for allergies. And it's just a, a good source. Even though if you do too much honey, it's a lot of calories. But it's very healthy. You know, uh, there's no fat in honey. Um, but I just put honey and maybe some lemon juice. I don't do no tea bags or nothing like that. Even though certain teas are good for you, depending on your source of tea. My whole point for us is saying all of this is to, to help you reduce your stress. And, and those two things, before I go into any of the others, are very important. What you put into your body and moving your body, exercising your body regularly. On this list that I have is relaxing your muscles. This is a little more challenging because everybody don't have a large bathtub or Epsom salt and the time or the quiet to just soak and relax but if you can nice warm or hot bath and you can jazz it up roll you know flower petals candle light some jazz classical you know some soothing music you know that massage music you know what i'm saying you could do any of those things to enhance your situation but I'm not talking about taking a pharmaceutical muscle relaxer when I say relax your muscles. Another thing that I'll do when I'm not broke eventually, support the show, please, so I can help it grow. Track some sponsors. I don't want to read commercials, but I think that's the only way to get paid because this value for value model, I need, you know, supporters in order not to read commercials. Anyway, 
Um, massage. I need to do a whole episode on massage. Massage to me is delightful. It's marvelous. It's incredible. And if I were rich, I would have a live-in masseuse. That would be your only duty. And for me, I like female doctors, dentists. I would have a female masseuse. But if you have ever had a good massage, it is beyond wonderful. It's hard for me to express like ecstasy, not in a sexual way. You know, even though happy ending is nice, let's just be honest. But that's not what I'm talking about right now. Relaxing these muscles, getting rubbed. With some warm oil, not too slippery, or even some the right lotion. One of those lotions that keeps its viscosity. You know what I'm saying? And just putting them hands and rubbing your muscles and relaxing. Ah, oh, spectacular. Yo, you want to give me something? I know people like to give celebrities gifts. I'm far from celebrity, just let me say. But if you want to give me something, there, I live in a suburb of Dallas, okay? Find a massage chain, email me a gift certificate, you know, like the 12 massages. One massage. I love massages. They're just not in the budget. But, man, they are effective when I've had them. It's like the, the stress melts away from you. And like I told you earlier, I hold my stress in my shoulders, in my back, in my shoulders, my upper back, shoulder blade. So getting that rubbed out, ah, it's wonderful. Another thing, I, mm, it's hard to tell you how effective a tool what I'm about to mention is. This is a tool like if you had to take a tire and change a flat and you tried to take those lug nuts off, lug nuts off with your hand, you can't do it. Your hand is not the right tool. You need a socket wrench. And some strength to, to, to break that usually and, and get it to turn. But the right tool. Meditation and deep breathing are. I, it's hard to me, hard for me to convey how important and effective a life tool Deep breathing and meditation is for stress. You ever seen like an old show or commercial like the guru or the meditation master is levitating and he's floating up because he's so light and unstressed and unrelaxed and no longer anchored to his earthly Existence that he just is floating in the air. 
I'm not saying I've seen anybody ever do this or that it's actually obtainable. I'm saying this because that's how you feel inside. Your spirit, your essence, your soul, whatever you want to call it. Mastering, which I have yet to do, but I'm on my way. Because... Now, that was me breathing in through my nose and out through my mouth. There's different camps. Some people say you should both inhale and exhale through your nose. Some people say it's no problem exhaling through your mouth and pushing that air out of you. But there is something mystical, magical, powerful, and learning and developing and mastering this technique of deep breathing along with quieting your mind, your spirit, and your essence and meditation, meditating on nothingness, imagining everything just falling down away from you. Eating right, exercising, deep breathing, and meditating. Effective, effective, effective. Much more effective if you are consistent and it becomes your lifestyle. If it becomes an integral, regular part of your life. I'm trying to tell you, I'm trying to help. I'm trying to tell you why, regardless of the stress that's in my life, and right now there is a lot of it, that I'm still here. I'm still me, and I refuse to be defeated. I worked out today. I ate vegetables today. I drank a lot of water today. I lifted weights today as part of my exercise regimen. Felt really good. Did some deep breathing, some meditation. Felt really good. It works. It helps. Friendly reminder, consult with your physician, counselor, therapist. Consult with your medical peeps before you start any of this because I don't know how it's going to affect you. I'm telling you these things that work for me. They should and probably will work for you. And even if you do it short term to get through a, a moment, to get through a period in your life because the stress is getting at you. Now, what's not on this list is weed and alcohol. I have a history of weed and alcohol. Never been to no 12-step programs. Never lost control. I've always controlled any of those vices. Fortunately, I've watched those and other vices, other habits ruin people's lives, destroy people's lives. I never had that problem. And I'm fortunate because of it. But I used to be a regular consumer of weed and alcohol. Never really got into the heavy stuff. And some people think you should smoke weed every day. I listened to a um, talk show today. It was talking about microdosing psilocybin, which is a, a psychedelic 
and those are coming into these this was about mothers <laughs> that's coping with motherhood microdosing psilocybin and it was very interesting these mind-altering psychedelics you know using them around your, your kids you know but microdosing is just that it's in very small doses and you know we all different right what works for one may not work for another and vice versa so um we and alcohol are not my thing anymore i'd still have a drink every once in a while yeah it's not a daily thing it's not even a you know habitual thing it's it's not something I do every weekend, but if I'm in a social event or if I just feel like I need to relax, sometimes I may have a little sip, a little nightcap instead of taking like a sleeping pill. I never took a sleeping pill in my life, but it, it does help me relax and sleep in moderation, which is another thing my wife really drove home for me. I can't say she taught it to me because I knew about it, but she is the one who brought it to a, a real implementation and a forefront for me. In her wisdom, her sexy wisdom. Ugh, love my wife. Happy birthday, baby. Um, but you know, moderation is good. Another thing on this list, and I'm running a little, um, a little long today, but this is important. So, but slow down. Slow down. And I touched on this earlier. You know, these, 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 this technology has impacted us and sped us up. Everything's quick, 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 quick. Right? And I'm worried for our children. I know we can't fight the future. Can we? This future is, you know, the merging with human and technology, the integration of merging technology and these kids that are born into this it's, it's really for me watching you know being alive when this technology was introduced and watching the effect like where's it going to go these kids are hyper attached to this technology truly addicted it's just who they are Try to take a phone from a teenager and watch what happens. Tell them I'm taking your phone unexpectedly. Just I'm taking your phone for a week. Even give them advance notice and watch the reaction. All I can say is you better watch yourself. Better be ready to defend yourself. But slowing down means turn shit off. Relax. Schedule less stuff for a few days. Take some things off of your to-do list plate, if you will. Well, I guess you don't need the plate. The to-do list that you can postpone. Take some time to chill the fuck out. I didn't need to fuck right there. Let me just, let me rephrase. Let me say that again. Chill out. Okay. Read a book. Go for a walk. Bird watch. Meditate. Relax. Slow down. Take a break. One good way. And I don't know if you have one already. 
a hobby. Remember those? Do you have a hobby? Let me know if you got a hobby. Mike's Opinion Show at gmail.com or DM me, message me on any of the socials. You'll find me, Mike's Opinion Podcast. But do you have a hobby? What's your hobby? I have a few hobbies. I enjoy playing board games with my family. And you'd be like, word? Word. Sorry. Is a board game we play Operation, Monopoly. Uh, we have, we have several board games that we play. I can't, I'm trying, Trouble. Trouble is another one. Um, you know, just no electronics. <clears throat> no game systems. No tablets. No phones. Nothing. We might throw on a little music sometimes. Just playing lowly in the background. But board games are, I would say, a hobby. There are many things you can take up as a hobby. As I told you earlier in the episode, I'm going to take up bird watching, hopefully while they're migrating, these um these hummingbirds. I want to make that a hobby. I want to spend 30 minutes minimum a day. I don't know if I'll have that time consecutively. I may have to be in 10 minute increments, but something like that. But I want to, I want to be able to sit down if I can successfully attract them and just watch them and make that a hobby. Another one involves other people, but it can be very effective. And that's talking about your problems. Now I told y'all I have a lot of stress. Right now, I didn't go into specifics because y'all don't want to hear that shit. You know, and and I I don't want to burden you with that, to be quite honest with you. But there are people in our lives that want to share that burden. Friends, loved ones, family. If you're lucky enough to have some of those types of people. And some people go to outside sources like therapists. Or just some random person at the grocery store. They'll just lay all they shit. You ever met somebody just walk up to you, start talking, and just tell you all they problems? You're like, what did you just tell me? Purging. Letting it out. Acknowledging. When you talk about it, that's acknowledgement, right? And then you start processing. So I think about solutions. Where just talking about it is a bit of a relief. Just to let it out. To talk about it, it feels better. Another thing on this list, it says go easy on yourself. I had to think about that when I almost excluded it from the list. But when I thought about it, I was like, you know, in this world, and especially here in the United States, right? Where I was born and raised. We have this pressure to be this or to be that. And sometimes we set these expectations for ourselves that are unachievable or unrealistic or demand too much of us and put a load of stress on us that can be removed if we just go easy 
on ourselves. Just, I don't need to do all of that. I don't need to be the absolute best at all of that. I don't need to achieve all of that. I don't need to obtain all of this. I can just be me. I can give it an honest, sincere effort at whatever these, you know, stressful goals are. But I need to go easy on me. That doesn't make me a slouch. That doesn't make me a failure. Doesn't make me a loser. It doesn't make me lazy. What it does is make me not try to adhere or conform to a societal standard that I had been choosing to try to to reach or to try to live by. We got to house ourselves. We got to feed ourselves. And if you're a parent, then you're responsible for housing and feeding and educating your children. But there's a saying called keeping up with the Joneses. And you know what? Sometimes, you know, fuck the Joneses. I wish them well in their happiness. I don't mean to fuck you in a negative way. I mean that I'm not trying to be you. And like I said, I'm not saying lower the bar of existence for you. Achieve what you want to achieve. But go easy on yourself a bit, yo. That, that pressure is stress. So relax a bit, you know, give yourself a bit of a break while you chasing what you chasing, okay? Last on this list is something that I had to think about if I wanted to include. It was eliminate your triggers, Things that, you know, when you say, what's a trigger? Trigger, trigger things that, that, you know, just catapult you quickly into another mood that make you react. There are three things that trigger us. Once again, I mentioned parents. Parents sometimes are triggered by our children's behavior. They may do something and it'll change your mood. This is applicable to stress. What are the trigger points in your life that cause stress? Do you have anybody in your life like the sight of them? For a lot of people, it's their boss. Is a point of pressure, a point of stress, and they see them and instantly their whole demeanor changes, their mood changes. The boss is a trigger. It could be a word, it could be an environment. Excuse me. Many things are triggers. But identify the negative triggers and try to eliminate those from your life if you can. Almost anything is changeable. 
In fact, some say the only thing that remains is the the only thing that remains the same is change. Everything's changing constantly. I want you to have less stress. Hopefully, you will take some of the things I suggested after checking with whoever you need to check with in your medical camp. But you will take some of these things and and start living with them regularly. And you will find yourself happier, more relaxed, less stressed. And maybe, I don't know, a couple weeks, months, maybe even a couple of years, you'll hit me up and be like, yo, Mike, that episode about stress that you dropped on your wife's birthday changed my life for the better. I just want to say thank you. That would bring me great joy, whether I ever meet you or not. Because this world is full of stress. Human life is stress from day one. I don't really know if they smack babies on the ass no more. But just coming out of the birth canal or even if you was a a C-section baby. It's bright you in the dark in this warm place you've been in there for nine months. And then who turned on the fucking light? Like what? It's bright as fuck out here. It's not warm. It's cold. It's not moist. It's dry as air. It's trauma. From day one. Babies are stressed out. But they release their shit. Right? You ever heard cry? You ever heard somebody say, cry like a baby? Because baby cry. I'm wet. I didn't pooped. I'm hungry. I got gas. I can't sleep. This onesie is too tight. You made the diaper too tight. Why? Why? They let that stress out quick, right? To the top of their lungs. Why? And by the way, for those of you that have vehicles, and I'm going to wrap this up, I try to stay under out, but um, if you have a vehicle, and I just thought about this when I mentioned the word scream at the top of your lungs. You can pretty much get away with yelling to the top of your lungs, like as loud as you can. It's probably best not to do it like at a red light where people are watching. But if there's somewhere in your car, yell. And this wasn't on my list. This is just something I thought of that I have done that feels oddly a leaving or relieving rather and alleviates some stress. Just yelling like it's like a purge. So do that too. If you, if you want to relieve some stress, just yell to the top of your lungs, scream it out. I'm like, ah, like, just let it out. It, it helps. It really helps. It helps me. I hope it works for you too. So that is a show today. Um, 
I hope you're okay. And I hope you can find a pathway to okay if you are not. In fact, I'd like you to be better uh, better than okay. I'd like you to be good. I'd like you to be great. I'd like you to be fine. The goal of this podcast is to affect the world positively. And I hope I'm doing that. Please support the show. Please like, share, comment, subscribe, follow. Do all the stuff. Like I said, if you could throw a few dollars my way, please do for so. All of this is in the show notes, by the way. The show notes are there. If you don't know how to reach the show notes, shoot me an email. MikeSpinionShow at gmail.com. Hit me up on one of the socials. But I need your support. I'm asking for your support. Please support the show. Please take a moment and do that. Go on to GoFundMe. That'd be great. But thank you so much for listening. Stay safe out there. I'm Mike. And this is the Mike's Opinion Podcast. Thank you so much for listening to Mike's Opinion. Logic Unleashed. Unleashed.